0: Welcome to So You're Kind of a Big Deal, a weekly podcast deep diving into the lives of emerging and established tattoo artists. Listen in as we dig into origin stories, industry hot topics, and what it takes to survive in the world of tattooing. This is Tattoo Shop Talk. It's funny, it's crass, inspiring, and sometimes we get it right. Join your host Sean Headley and Dave Allen every week as we host a new guest. <laughs> strong tattoo book. This is a massive tattoo encyclopedia of Canadian tattooers. 350 pages. It's an 11 by 17 coffee table format. Sean and Dan worked tirelessly to get this thing out and sadly it never made it to print so it's available for free download at theholdfastsocialclub.com and championtattoo.ca. The Hold Fast Social Club presents So you're kind of a big deal. With your hosts, Sean Headley and Dave Allen. up hi sam Sam smith (laughs) we are kind of a big deal
1: (laughs) we are in calgary i just got tattooed by the world famous piercer ryan (laughs) gagne oh nice yeah
2: he loves being known for that i'm sure
1: he does yeah did he make it look all metallic (laughs) (laughs) he's been working on his wiping skills ever since i've been calling him out on the podcast about his slap wipe
2: yeah. Dark,
1: right? Oh yeah. It's like oh. ugh, it's like a slap and a slow drag because he'll get distracted and talk to somebody and not really pay attention. Well,
2: that's his moment. And
1: he's trying to prolong it so he
0: can talk longer. That too. Yeah. 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 Anyways, um, how you doing, Dave? Audio is kind of kind of weird on Sam's mm-hmm. side. Sean's quite quite clear, but
2: <laughs> maybe I'm a mumbling.
0: Probably. Yeah. You, pr- you probably how want about to that? enunciate how about that tim hortons (laughs) (laughs) of all the words you could pick (laughs) are you looking for sponsorship (laughs) (laughs) could someone please get a hold of tim hortons and get sam a sponsorship already (laughs) tim hortons
2: (laughs) maybe I need to do one of those how to pronounce sound clips on youtube
0: him, oh, yeah, Hortons.
2: Hortons. but it's actually how to pick out all the tourists. You can't say,
0: Hortons.
1: <laughs> Yeah, uh-huh. like going to New York uh-huh. and asking the cab driver to take a Houston Street, and they're like, There's no Houston Street, it's like, Oh, it's Houston Street. You want to go to Tim Hortons,
0: Hortons, Hortons, <laughs> no such yeah. thing. Is it beside the Target?
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's actually quite close to the shops over there a lot.
0: Nice, mm-hmm. nice. Steep tea is pretty good.
2: Oh, I'm a bagel and cream cheese girl. Oh, yeah. So's Allie.
0: Oh, sweet. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Can Can't you hear the it.
1: tattoo machines?
0: Nope. Really? Yeah.
2: Well, this microphone does suck. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: no, that means it's good. God damn it, woman. No. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't picking up shit. All right.
1: No. Let's start this stupid thing. So you're kind of a big deal sam yeah. tell us who you are
2: <laughs> uh so sam smith you're in my shop i hope you guys know but uh who i am oh this is deep um <laughs> ask me a question podcast me we don't... freestyling is hard. <laughs>
0: What kind of Pardon baggage me? did you bring with you into tattooing?
2: What kind of bags? Not garbage baggage. bags anymore. Baggage. What kind of baggage
0: did you bring tattooing?
2: <laughs> I used to carry all my shit conventions
1: and. We're, uh, we're, trying, to, we're trying to mix <laughs> up the questions. The Jesse Bean special. You do the Jesse Bean special too? too?
2: I think I don't know who did it at first, but yeah. I stopped the second somebody almost threw out all my gear at a Saskatoon convention. It oh. happened. SJ.
1: <laughs> wow. Live in All right. Well, let's start with where did you start?
2: Ooh, well, I started in the tiny town of Tokes, Alberta. Oh, did you? I did. What was the shop? Uh, Ghost Town is called. It still oh, is. It's, actually, yeah, yeah. it's still there. It's a different location. Um, they actually gave me a job as a counter girl to save me from being a waitress who had to wear a kilt. And so oh, now wow. I'm a tattooer who likes to wear kilt. Oh, I
0: was going <laughs> to say. <laughs> yeah.
1: Fine girl. Yeah. <laughs> And so how did the counter girl to apprenticeship happen?
2: Well, actually it was really weird. Um, I ended up doing all the drawing for everyone in the shop.
1: Lazy fucking artists. <laughs> I'm just jealous. So I can never find those apprentices. I always get people like <laughs> they <that laughs> can't draw and it's like, oh. <laughs> sitting
2: at, at a desk for hours at a time. And like, I, this was post a year of art school. So I'm like living and breathing the, the doodling. And so I just like, they didn't even ask me. I just did it. And I didn't even want an apprenticeship. It was like pure boredom. Really? Like, Thank God it was so boring in there. Because then they were like, hey, maybe you, since you're making our portfolios for six
0: months. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
2: Try this.
0: Well, what were your other hopes then? You went to art school. I was going to go back to art school. You didn't want to be a tattooer.
2: No, I like had no intention of it. Um, I was going to go back to art school. Um, but something I actually just... Like, being a counter girl, I love the client interactions more than anything. Like, it's just fun to be nice and have fun exchanges. And I didn't consciously make the decision, but, like, I know I'm way better suited for that than, like, being alone in a room painting or something. Um, Yeah. So kind of just, like, it was the most organic thing in the world. Um, Nice. And instead of, like, saying I'm an apprentice... We just stayed late after work, and I tattooed Cody Ronson, like he's got my very first thing. There was no instruction, maybe thirty seconds of instruction.
0: Did do it? <laughs> wow!
2: But have at it. He still has oh, it. That didn't work. Picture. Oh, that didn't work. Yes,
0: get us a chance.
2: <laughs> and then there was a moment where I had to ask my parents. I was like, "Should I like not go back to uh, art school?" And they were like, "Whatever you want, like you do you." And so in that way, they're super supportive. And then that was it the the apprenticeship at the time like i left when i felt like i wasn't you know maybe it was the informality of it all that didn't make me appreciate like the opportunity that was given but i was like asking questions about machines that could get answered and it was just like real in-depth shit that i felt like i wasn't learning and uh so instead of finding someone to teach me i just left and went to a walk-in shop where i started trying to figure it out by myself that's where i met all Bean and cody dewald and we've been friends ever since but okay um yeah i decided the hard way sounded really good
1: (laughs) smart and so when did you end up working under grandpa doug
2: actually he plucked me out of that walk-in shop okay yeah i worked there for probably like 10 months yeah And we, yeah, it was a blast. It actually was the location that my first shop was in.
1: Oh, that's right.
2: Bodying. Yeah,
1: where Ryan Gagne started out as a body piercer. (laughs) Oh.
2: <laughs> like I believe Doug worked there. Doug,
1: Doug worked there. Doug basically started there. Yeah, totally. James, uh, worked James Tech worked there. Heather McLean worked she there. Did. yes. Yeah. Ryan Gagné worked there. Yeah. Griffin As piercer. and piercer. <laughs> lots
2: of good tattooers. Yeah,
1: like, that's right. I, I forgot. In this yeah, in your Kensington shop. Weirdly enough,
2: right. was, I think it was maybe the first female-owned tattoo shop. Yeah, Shauna I'm Lee. Alive. Yeah, yep. totally. And so weirdly enough, when I moved back from Vancouver from working with Ryan, um, that shop just like, they didn't want to do it anymore. And the space opened up. And I remember Jay told me, uh, and yeah, we were on the phone with the landlords in five seconds. They like, this is too coincidental. This place has so (laughs) much history. Like let's keep this, keep the good vibes going in there.
1: (laughs) Sweet. And then, so how long were you at that location?
2: Five years, yeah. Sweet. Um,
1: Oh, crazy. Of course, lots of good artists passed through there again.
2: Yeah, we had some times in there <laughs> which was great, but we actually uh had some problems with the city in like December twenty twenty where they were jacking up our um taxes so much. And coincidentally my lease was ending, I believe, in March. And uh like the tax imports so of COVID. Well, no, I didn't yeah, know. It I didn't it worked know out well though. But, honestly at the time <laughs> I was like, Oh my god like everybody we we're just this is horrific but um and then having to move during the pandemic like the first few months uh originally i think i had slated like two weeks to move shops <laughs> which again what? i love in the hard way
0: <laughs> <laughs> like um, the impossible way
2: yeah right and thank god covid gave me like three months to do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah at the time it didn't feel great but looking back it was like oh that could not have worked out better if we had stayed in kensington too like we couldn't have survived being shut down for six months no like it would have yeah
1: yeah i got super lucky moving my shop a, a year i moved it a year before but if i would have had my same landlords at with my previous location yeah. i'd be out of business so, oh, fuck, yeah so cool. my new landlords were really good helped me out a lot that's so. awesome. Yeah. Actually yeah.
2: like thank God we could go to a cheaper neighborhood. My landlord didn't help, but also I was like the most brand new tenant in the world. You know, yeah. I hadn't really like proved that I'm worth helping yet. But yeah. that's awesome. How serendipitous to like yeah. Yeah. circumstances swoop in and save you.
1: Absolutely. So how long were you at Bushido for before we get into oh, oh,
2: back good. to back to the back origin the story? Up, yes. Still an origin story. Uh Papa Doug adopted me. In like 2010 i want to say till 2013. i could be totally wrong wow. about those dates it could be 2009 to 2012 or something but three years and it doesn't feel long now like three years goes by like that but in the beginning of my career it just felt like forever <laughs> <laughs> in a good way like like my memories there are so formative and positive like Go to Bushido as much as I can. Yeah. We were just there for the dildo art show a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I just had a blast. Oh,
0: yeah. oh my God. Missed out. <laughs> we missed out. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: God. Heather was really stuck on dildos last week. Yeah. <laughs> she was. <laughs> oh. Okay,
2: like mine didn't work out, but my coworker just did. Look at this thing. No. Oh, awesome.
1: <laughs> Oh yeah! <laughs> oh man! <laughs>
0: High <laughs>
1: ball. Yeah. I
0: Sean couldn't wait to grab it.
2: <laughs> it was so much fun. They're so hard uh, to do that, like, like a, a squirt.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 wow! Well, it took two hours to work one inch of it. <laughs>
1: Every man's dream. So I uh,
2: uh. I i uh, I just going to dig myself a deep hole. <laughs> I just submitted a, uh. a, a balloon animal dick that I drew on with a Sharpie because I did not have the time to do as good of a job as everybody.
1: Else did. Amazing. Uh, it was a
2: fun show though. Yeah. I'm surprised Doug stuck around all night. It was so busy. Really? Um,
1: yeah, usually if it's something really busy, Doug doesn't end up lasting all night. He he's Usually got gets super his. Well, yeah, but he also his social battery also mm. burns out me, too. Me
2: too nowadays. I'm yeah. Chilling. Yep.
1: Yeah. 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 Like working with Doug and it'd be like, where would Doug go? Half the time that dude didn't say goodbye to people. Oh, Just he's like, the
2: king of the ghosts. King of the ghosts. The Irish Bye.
1: goodbye. Yeah, he's better than the Dave. Irish like. goodbye. Fucking Dave is good at it. Yeah. Oh yeah. fuck yeah!
0: That's my specialty. <laughs> <laughs> I plan it out before <laughs> I get there. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> I somehow try to make some kind of commotion or get somebody to make a commotion and then just. <laughs> <laughs> <Homer Simpson>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, you didn't have a
1: traditional apprenticeship, No. Yeah. but you did have fun at a walk shop. Then you okay. got to go and have a blast at Bushido and
2: learn a lot. Yeah. yeah. I think that's right. Figured some stuff out okay. and then, Moving to Vancouver and working yeah.
1: with Ryan. I forgot that you worked with Ryan. How um, long was that? Yeah. for? that
2: was two years as well. Like yeah. a little baby session and uh, I mean, what was that environment long, like? Different uh reasons. I lived down by Granville and commuted to Steve
1: Ooh, gross. So oh. if
2: I had like, if life felt hard while I was there, that was probably why. Yeah, I think you see a trend emerging where I just. <laughs> <laughs> The long it's
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> I live by Granville and decided <laughs> to walk to work at least twice a week Hey,
2: I would bike <laughs> it would pick a long time but
0: oh my god to Richmond yeah yeah,
2: yeah. Oh. but Steveson was ideal like talk about a magical little town and like having the little bookstore across the street where I go get coffee and look at books every day it was like that town is so cute like, yeah that's yeah that's yeah. the most like I don't know, fairy tale feeling shop to work in.
1: Yeah, I didn't even know Steveson existed until no he moved either. there. Yeah. And I lived in Vancouver for for a long time. <laughs> I had no idea. He opened in Steveson. I'm like, I don't know where that is.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. You got to go through a bit yeah, of a super
1: call. cool. Yeah, it was awesome. Andrea Hart actually drove me there from White Rock once, just like so when Ryan first opened. Oh, she's like, let's oh, go cool. see a shop. I'll drive. I'm like, okay, I have no so idea where nice. we're going. and yeah, yeah, What a rad little fucking area. Andrea
2: would be by the shop all the time, actually. Yeah, yeah. I so, still have never been to White Rock, though, so that's uh, how what? I was... It was
1: fun. I know, oh, I
2: know.
1: White I was, Rock's a rad little
0: town, to
2: too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, at least oh. you didn't drive. No. Well, that was smart.
2: Oh, actually, I did. Mm, I drove for a second. I, um, I bought a car for $100, and I drove it out to Vancouver to move because I wasn't driving while I was working at Bushido. I lived two blocks from the shop, and uh, I drove it out there. It broke down like three times, and then I parked it kind of in a free parking spot near the apartment I was renting, and I left it there for two years. And (laughs) it was, like, pretty dead. It was very old and (laughs) shitty, like... Uh but it was a Honda, so it was like still would get me places yeah. just um
1: oh, wow.
2: The day I like donated it to the kidney foundation, we were waiting for the tow truck to come and someone comes running out of the coffee shop that's in front of it and is like, This is your car. She's like, You've parked like four inches too far back that everyone that parks in front of you gets a ticket for two years. I didn't
0: i worked out <laughs> that entire
1: block. <laughs> and I just had no idea. <laughs> oh my god. That's amazing.
2: Another good story about that car is like it was so bad that like and the battery connection was so loose. And I know that's a pretty easy fix, but uh I was trying to drive Chris Anton back to the um airport from a guest spot from Steveston, and uh my car wouldn't start, and nobody else was left at the shop. I was just like, what do I do? And I knew that my connections were bad. Sometimes I'd like brush it or something and it would start working. But this time I pulled a bobby pin out of my hair and like stuck it in the connection to make it tighter and it worked. And it was to this day like the best MacGyver moment of my entire life.
1: <laughs> That's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> That's
2: yeah. more exciting than halfway. No dude will do <laughs> that. No,
1: no do no that. Like
0: Miles would have just been
1: like, I guess I just buy a new car. <laughs>
0: I don't know, a wrench. <laughs> yeah.
2: You know, that might have actually worked a little bit better, but
0: yeah. More than <laughs> what I oh oh man. Awesome. So cool. I want so I want to know what uh Stevenson was like working there because that's that's it such an party. interesting creative environment.
2: Yeah, it was like very high energy. Ryan brings it every day. As you know, like you'd come in first thing in the morning, and it's like karate kicking <laughs> off a massage table. And you're just like, oh, I just got up. <laughs> it was so much fun, actually. <laughs> and Ryan really introduced me to like the greater tattoo community because we would do the Vancouver convention and the Saskatoon convention. And I had never done those before. I had only done the Calgary one at that point in time. And my world just like, exploded, and then my confidence went up, and then I was doing conventions by myself in Europe, meeting a whole other like group of people, and uh, was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Give it to yeah. Sean. He can.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, no, my experience with Deucean was like just like a huge growth for So
1: when we were in Montreal. All the- First time you came out was is, were you I at was, Deepson yeah, then?
2: Totally. Okay. Took me to that convention for the first time too. Yeah, yeah. The, the year that
1: you fucking kicked Philip Lou's butt.
2: That was a yeah. That was a plot twist. I didn't yeah. expect that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> she won best skull tattoo against Philip Lou. Oh wow, dude! It was the coolest shit ever. Like, and it was <laughs> legit. Like her tattoo was by like, not well, just better. Yeah. It was. Philip Luke, he slept on that one, man.
2: Well, I mean, him and Kurt <laughs> Wiscombe tag teamed it and they were trying to do a back piece in two days. So, like,
0: oh, yeah, so, yeah I remember that. I yeah.
2: get to work on my one for a whole day. Yeah, and it was got perfect. A back yeah. but, like, piece the two,
1: so, they did three that weekend.
2: Three skulls? I forgot about that. They did that. the
1: three back pieces uh, one on Lee Conklin. I can't remember who the other two were on, but like, Lee got a really good one. Another dude got a really good one. And then one guy, when I saw his, I was kind of like, I didn't think it was them. Because it was so just.
2: I wonder who that was.
1: I don't know. It was like partial cover-up. So they did like a like a broken part in the forehead. And it was kind of just not
0: awesome. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> but but the other client. two, like the
1: one in Lee Conklin that they did on Lee was fucking cool as I shit. But they were all very and cool. And I'm pretty sure they actually did his on the first night. So they even had less time do yeah. his and his went yeah. onto his ass. So so, so Philip yeah. had
2: a handicap. Let's let's give like let's put okay, that. We'll give him.
1: <laughs> we'll give <him> a handicap. <laughs> but still,
2: but it was, it was a bit of a right? confidence. That piece, was a for super sure. cool
1: weekend. Like
2: <laughs> that was fun. I right? Carey tattooed my first palm that weekend. Awesome. And then I healed it in a pool in Las Vegas because I'm a terrible client. <laughs> hey,
1: I did the same with my hands from Michael. <laughs> did you? Yeah. The disrespect. He was, he was, I started <laughs> pulling through. I'm like, oh, he's like, what? I'm like, I'm swimming tomorrow. He's like, just don't. I'm like, no, nah, that's not going to happen. Oh my gosh. Whatever. <laughs> I did the skin. same to him when he just tattooed me, too. Oh my gosh. But I'm like, I, got, I got jiu-jitsu. <laughs> I'm about <laughs> to
2: stick this in some dude's crotch and wrestle him. Yeah. Nice.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it helped with the healing. <laughs> yeah i'm sure it did <laughs> i'll touch it up when you get here
1: um, no it's good
0: no i'll no. we'll touch it up <laughs> inflict more pain <laughs>
1: no. No. all right uh, so you left steveston because it was too much fun
2: oh I, I actually just like miss calgary big yeah. time i had some stuff calling me back and um like so many people who move to the west coast like there's just it's hard to make a solid support group of friends. Like, yeah. You can make friends you go out on a weekend with, but you're not like, there's not community like there is here. Um, that was my main thing. And my family's all here. So, yeah, yeah it kind of like, I traveled so much those years too. And I think traveling, the more I travel, the more I'm like, Calgary is sick. Like people are sleeping on it. Well, they're not anymore. They're moving here in droves now. But mm-hmm. yeah, it took me getting out to to realize it's like, life is really good here
1: yeah that was kind of the same for me with edmonton leaving it yeah. I like you know what place is actually it's pretty not that bad
2: yeah yeah it's yeah. cool to live in the cities where people yeah. aren't just like
1: well, think that and,
2: they're cool to live there
1: and now like my girlfriend julia she'll take me somewhere i'm like i had no idea this place existed yeah. like i'm a tourist in my own city that i've lived in oh, since awesome. 2009 yeah and it's like oh this is really fucking cool like there's so many cool things that I had no idea because I'm just she, like she's in. got
2: her finger on the pulse that's
1: right yeah yeah so it's pretty cool yeah I dig what's, it what's the tattoo
0: scene like in uh, Calgary these days
2: um honestly
0: saturated
2: it's, it is very <laughs> saturated I have noticed people who don't have like built client bases are super suffering right now like it's really slow for uh, a lot yeah. of people
1: yeah you hear um, that poll. My artist just left my shop to move to Calgary to tattoo, and I was like...
2: Oh, gosh. Like, the worst possible time, honestly.
1: That's okay. He does super original traditional tattoos. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, you got to be, like, (laughs) what? You got to be the first, you got to be the best, or you got to be different.
0: Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah,
2: yeah, other than that, like, the, the actual community of it is super fun. Like, I was just out on the weekend with pals, like... um. Bushido, everybody who works there are, like, incredible. Like, there's this little community of, like, newer tattooers, too, who have just, like, reignited the spark of, yeah. like, the fun of doing dildo archos like Momo put on. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, actually hanging out and, like, making it fun.
1: Yeah. When I, I moved here to work at Bushido, I, that was the one thing I noticed about Calgary was, like why what people visit each other's shops here <laughs> like that shit doesn't fly in other cities for the most part and like coming here it's like i'm tattooing and all of a sudden like you know i have like james tech standing behind me and it's like why are you here and he's like i, have a break <laughs> I, I brought miles <laughs> over to see him, you know what i mean but then like yeah and then like we're going over to this person's shop where i'd pop in at you know immaculate to visit people and i was just like ah, calgary was so different from yeah. other cities like going tattoo in Montreal, I wasn't going and visiting other shops. No, you know what totally. I mean? Like, just, they,
2: they are friends with each other. It's like, they're, they're
1: friends, but, they, you know, but yeah, it's not like, them. not like here. You know what I mean? Like, you're like calling get, each
2: other with your problems. Yeah, like going <laughs>
1: to the, what was it, Brass Monkey, the bar? What was the name of that bar? Was it the Brass Monkey? I forget the name of the bar. Drum
2: was, Monkey. Drum and Monkey. <laughs> okay, yeah. Brass Monkey. And it's filled <laughs> with, <laughs> with tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> it's filled with tattoos <laughs>
1: <filled with> <laughs> every fucking shop. And it's just like, you know, super fun. And it's like, oh, oh. what you work on today and stuff? It was really crazy. It's
2: a superpower. Like, if you've got community that'll help you and yeah. you can help them, like, I think that's part of why Calgary has, like, such a, just, like, talented group of people. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that was something that I really noticed about Calgary was it was genuinely actually a very open tattoo scene. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
2: fully. Um, And where a lot of us went into our, our hidey holes over COVID, and then Instagram's not really, like... Doing it for connecting people much anymore like i yeah, don't see anybody like, well. like the real life connection is more important than ever
0: you know? yeah yeah absolutely cool so what is it about calgary that's uh allowing that kind of community to to blossom because you don't like have been talking about it's not happening everywhere else
2: gosh i could only speculate but maybe because it's smaller it's like you could either decide to though. I mean, the downtown area where most of the tattoo shops are, it's like teeny tiny. Like I can walk to Bushido in 15 minutes and there's two shops in between I can stop in and say hi to. Um,
0: has there been a lot of shop hopping with artists though? Like probably. have people worked in each other's shops quite a bit and that's kind of creating it? Or
2: I have not Like there has been, especially the last few years, especially after COVID, I think everyone was just craving like, wow, like everyone needed change. So there was like a whole swap. I think that's super healthy. Like, yeah, yeah, new absolutely. Environments pushing yourself to impress a new group of people you're working with.
1: Or I, like I, yeah. like, I feel it. Did, it wasn't shop swapping like it's happening. I, because when I came out in oh eight oh seven, when I came here in oh seven, and people, were, I think it was because it was such a smaller community back then that they didn't have reliance on other thing they relied on each other here and i think a bunch of them were also friends before they got into tattooing mm. i think that's what actually created that open environment and stuff maybe like, yeah you know because J- doug and james never tattooed together they never, <laughs> yeah. they never worked together but they were like best friends no. right so, i would say that's they,
2: probably like doug was probably the first one to take me to art shows at like the old deadly locations and be like these are your friends now yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> not give me any weirdness and yeah I like it. I guess you are what you learn, and if if Doug's out there living it, just being friendly and like he would always talk about. Have you guys interviewed Doug yet? Oh yeah. Did he talk oh, about? Yeah. Um, have you not calling... watched
0: every episode we've done?
2: I don't, I don't watch <laughs> anything. I watch reruns wow. of The Office.
0: <laughs>
2: I'm understimulating myself right now. <laughs> but. Uh, like, if he talked to you about, um, was it Bill Baker who started Icon? Is yeah. That his name? Yeah, he talked about calling him up and being so blown away that somebody so far away who didn't know him would just, like, give him the world of advice. And I think Doug that left such an impression on him, which spread to all of Doug's children, which is, like, yeah. 30 of us. And, uh, yeah, I think you just see how well that works for yeah everybody.
1: Yeah, Bill was like that when, when we worked together. Somebody would come in and ask where to get supplies. And, you know, of course we'd be like, fuck off. And Bill would be like, no, here, man. And he'd like photocopy yes, the spawning yes. catalog. And he'd be like, they're probably not going to get any equipment. But if they do get equipment, you know, they might as well do the best job they can. And if they can't, just be good at cover ups.
0: <laughs> and you it's go. like, okay,
1: <laughs> fair enough. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. Well, so, I think it's nice.
2: And I think gatekeeping sucks, and we're realizing that more than ever. Like, the way of the old apprenticeship is out the door.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. And I think a lot of the people that are, consider themselves gatekeepers, they really. It's
2: just a way to feel better about yourself.
1: Well, yeah. They, they're <laughs> yeah, not, they, totally. you know, they shouldn't be a gatekeeper. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, like.
2: Tattooing's for everybody,
1: and it's. Tattooing's for everybody. But if you're going to have somebody that holds, like, history as a gatekeeper or something, you need, like, savants like Dax oh
2: yeah
1: right? Dax like, would
2: come and spank you with some knowledge exactly
1: right so yeah yeah. That, you have that, these that, other people where it's like they don't really know much so they try and protect the little they do know by pretending that it's all that
2: yeah totally end, you know yeah. you can empathize so, with yeah. people when you know their motives
1: try anyway <laughs> fucking lose this point alright so when you opened up in the body ink location yeah, that was like, was that like a snap decision? Cause did you come back and open or did you come back and work somewhere?
2: Um, I actually worked with Carrie for a few months. She just let me, she knew I was like looking to open a place and was super supportive. Um, And then, yeah, it took probably like six months or so to find a spot. I, I don't know if I came wanting to find a spot, but I just, like what I was just saying how, like something new you know artists are always bouncing around trying to find that new new and I don't know if any of the shops like I would have gone back to Bushido honestly but just my guts were like I think you need to push yourself and do something new yeah and a big part of me was like maybe not wanting to feel like I had to be at a shop all the time or like oh you know like feel like I owed them all my time which I very much so did before like if I worked for somebody I was like giving them my all and then I'm like I would like to travel and t- make my own schedule and just have a little more freedom, which I think everybody ended up finding out that that's, the that was the new <laughs> way of things for like for the last yeah. like decade. Everybody's like, I need a private studio. Cause I just want to be, we're all like cats. We just want to like do our own thing. <laughs> um,
1: we all want attention until it gets too close. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: I think that's good, too. I think that's a good aspiration for an artist. But I think early <laughs> in your career, that's probably the worst thing you can do because you're just not going to fulfill your potential, right? Like, you need to oh, be exposed oh, to other absolutely. artists and
2: be. Yeah. And then, like, I don't think, I think for a second, I was like, maybe I'll just look by myself. And then, you know, best bro, Jay, was also looking for a change. And I was like, well, Jay and I can do this together and have a great time. And, uh, yeah, I don't think I could ever work by myself. By myself. Like I'm I'm kind of working by myself just this week, like in between Alan moving to Victoria and Beans coming to take her spot. And I'm like, I'm lonely.
1: Where you going, Alan?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yeah, it's Todd that, Sam. No, Thad Sam. That's <laughs> Uh, no, it's
2: nice when you can like listen to absolutely unhinged podcasts that you and your client decide to listen to. But no, I, you're right. Like doing, like you need other people around to learn,
1: especially early on for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And you definitely had that. Which, yeah. You know, yeah. And, we lots and of people coming through. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right? Like totally. with Kushido and Steveson and all that traveling and stuff like that, you got a lot of education Real uh, quick in your early career. Yeah, so that's that's absolutely. Really hey,
2: yeah, so. I was a little sponge for a while. I couldn't get enough.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, But then, yeah, owning a shop also had like like major growing pains attached to it because then, uh, you know, people tell you like, ah, you can do this. This is easy. You know, if that guy can do it, you can do it. And then if you put your actual whole heart into a shop. Um, it sucks. Holy fuck, it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's really hard.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you have to be, just dealing with those other personalities, and you know,
2: yeah. And then we're also dealing with like a huge change in the attitudes of tattooing. We went from like kind of wild westy, sweep everything under the rug, to like having huge explosions of shit coming out that should always be out. Like abuse isn't tolerated anymore, and people are feeling empowered to talk about it. And that had a personal effect on me with two people I hired, and like. I, young Sam, who thought that everybody could get along and everyone has good intentions, like small town Sam, and also just sheltered in like, like tattoo spaces that had great people. Um, Yeah. Sure, I'd had some like run-ins that weren't so great that made me like clam up. Like I had my own experiences with it, but um, I think we all just had like, we're just rocked by how prolific it was.
0: Yeah, totally.
2: Wild times being tattooing. You know, I thought it was wild before. I thought all the wild stuff happened pre us when people are getting their arms broken and stuff, but like, it's, it's different wild now. Yeah. In a healthier way.
1: Yeah. 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 But yeah, there's, there's always been skeezy people in tattooing. Yeah. I think for a little while, the new generation of tattooers. And I don't mean that just by like young people. I just mean like new into tattooing, bright eyed, bushy tailed stuff. (laughs) I do Not think they realized that, Oh, this person who seems nice is actually a fucking scumbag. Yeah. They just know how to disguise it yeah. super totally. well. Because a lot of tattooers have that really outgoing, extrovert, carny personality. Charming, like... Right. Charming, because they need to kind of like work Blimey. you to get tattooed and stuff. <laughs> exactly, right? So they can yeah. really cover that shit, you know. Yeah. So yeah.
2: And I think being like I've thought about this lots, like the changing of tattooing where all of a sudden all the counter girls are getting apprenticeships. That's my generation, you know. 15 years ago that those gates opened for us obviously there's one that came before me but i feel like that's when the floods gates really started to open uh and as soon as you get all the girls in and then you know fast forward the girls are letting the gays in and then they're letting like like the not someone just put it to me like they tried to get into tattooing a thousand times um as like a more mask lesbian person and uh those gates were closed, closed, closed until girls swept them in. And then the fucking tide has completely changed after that. Like,
1: Yeah. I have hilarious. a hard time kind of relating to any of that stuff because I worked at a shop in the early 90s where we had gay piercers, transgender piercers. Yep. That's it. Yep. Uh, midgets. I still call them midgets. His name is Jordan. His name is Jordan, and he was uh, an uh, an actor. <laughs> And uh, he was super cool. He moved out from London and worked for us. And my favorite thing to do to him was to, we had very high counters at Sacred Heart. <laughs> so my, <laughs> Get ready for me to get canceled. My favorite <laughs> thing would be coming to work in the morning, super hungover or still high, of course, and see him standing at the counter and be like, dude sitting on the job again because his eyes are only out of camera like that so yeah
2: well if you're not razzing him you're not working together yeah yeah
1: well so in toronto i met him through my friend kevin barker who's a body piercer at my shop fusion and when we used to go to the bar because jordan was little like he knew jordan from london kevin used to wear jordan as a backpack like actually put him on his back facing the opposite way with backpack <laughs> straps so that he and Kevin was like six six and he'd go to the bar and Kevin would order a drink and then just turn around so that Jordan would be there and he'd order a drink <laughs> and then he moved to Vancouver to be an actor and he came by the shop and we're like hey dude you want a job like we needed a counter person and he had lots of experience uh he used to hang out at like Mike Austin shop like awesome. way back in the day and stuff and super nice guy but yeah so yeah, it was it's really hard when when people talk about that. No, stuff I'm, I'm like, glad, but I just didn't see that stuff. Also, like even though our shop was like a bunch of white dudes, it was like Steve Moore yeah. and Michael and you gentle, know,
2: lovely humor. Yeah, and like <laughs> but that's Adam, why Secret Heart was a bit of a Katie
1: Lang's guy, and like just it was just such a different type of crew then, right? So
2: are you saying that Adam's haircut makes him look like Katie Lang?
1: We have been saying that Adam is slowly morphing to Katie Lang <laughs> for at least fifteen years. <laughs> <laughs> and you've never seen them in the same room so yeah
2: <laughs> it's a conspiracy theory for you
1: <laughs> i think doing.
0: what sean's talking about though is probably a, a bit of an isolated island on the west coast 100%. It, it really yeah.
1: was like i'm that's so why I, I don't mean it by like oh, I, I didn't i don't so. think it existed i just mean like i just never saw yes. any of that shit you we know and good such. people
2: yeah and like there's always been good people in that. yeah
0: Yeah. And it's hard to get a fucking apprenticeship. I mean, that's the other thing, right? Like getting an apprenticeship still is not easy. Like you're asking a lot of a person to give you an apprenticeship. So it's understandable if people say no a lot, you know, yeah, Uh, Yeah. it's better now. That's for sure. Yeah. I was just saying earlier, so we
1: complain on, on this all the time, how young people never come into shops anymore. It's always just like a random email. Like, Hey, I want an apprenticeship. And it's like, Oh, who the fuck are you? I, this Saturday, (laughs) Two people came in with portfolios, not asking about apprenticeships. They straight up wanted their paintings critiqued. I feel like that happens
2: all the time. You got people walking in. That's awesome. A lot. That is awesome. Critiques or whatever. Yeah, That's
1: super cool. I was stoked. Like, the one uh, girl works at an art supply store, actually, that I go to. I've never met her, but I was just like, she was super cool. Her stuff was really good. And I was just like, she was like asking a lot about like history. And I was like, wait, I'm too tired and my back is broken to talk right now. So I just gave her like some Sailor Jerry books and the Mike McCab, New York tattooing history book. And I was like, try and take care of these, borrow these for a few weeks, read them and then come back and meet my friend Dax, who will talk (laughs) your ear off when he's here for his guest spot and she was stoked I was just like awesome there you go that's,
0: that's awesome. what you'll
1: get if you come to my nice. shop and ask questions yeah right totally. so many people were, yeah so you know and hopefully you know she probably she's not gonna get an apprenticeship with me but hopefully she'll get one from somewhere and she's super keen and she's trying really hard yeah, and,
2: and then like isn't scared off by somebody being like get the fuck out of here what yeah do you think you're doing? like
0: yeah and I don't think know, anyone says anything. that anymore do they Dude. I, I, really?
2: No. Yeah. See, now you're realizing we're in a, like a friendly person bubble. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, totally.
1: Even worse, uh, I think more people get ignored now because I know I just ignore a lot of them. I used to give like the nice, like this is what you should do, and a cut and paste of like information about going into shop and all. Now I'm just like, no, delete. Yeah. Like. Especially when they start out with like, oh, I think I could learn a lot from your shop. And then you immediately search their name and they're not even following you on Instagram. It's just like. Yeah, totally. just
2: like hired some spam bot. To yeah,
1: totally. Right yeah. yeah. All right. All right. We're way <laughs> off track. Let's get back to Sam. Totally. We always get off track. Yeah. So five years at that location. And then now, so you've been here for three, three years. Yeah. So eight totally. years. Yeah. Awesome. It's been.
2: Yeah. A chunk. And now I've been tattooing like owning a business longer than I was tattooing beforehand.
1: So you've been I was tattooing like six, for seven
2: years when I opened it.
0: Okay. So and like then, 14, uh, 15 18. years now.
1: Okay. Yeah,
0: 15. Very cool. Almost 16. Very cool. Oh, amazing. Moving
1: on. <laughs> so Sam was just telling me before we set up that she camped last year in her car and was basically a week behind you a bunch of times.
2: Oh, that was in... That was the van trip. That was glamping.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then tell... But what, Dave's
2: got a very similar setup, like a big, tall van.
1: Yeah. 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 We actually podcast out of it. I threw a sack over <laughs> Jessica from Capital Tattoo. I threw a sack over her head and threw her in the van and then...
2: Consensually?
1: Of course. <laughs> it was her idea. Living out some... It was day. her idea. Yeah, it was her idea. But, uh, and then... And, by the by, the end of the podcast, she said something about like the cooler, and Dave's like, "No, oh, that's the toilet."
2: <laughs> Don't put your in there.
0: <laughs> it was awesome. That was a fun that's podcast. Awesome. Yeah, that's I, a funny looking cooler.
2: Much like what what Dave's doing, like after COVID, is very much so like trying to reclaim your time and life and feel like right. you're doing something.
1: Okay. So the van thing is different from the car thing. Was yeah. the car thing just you or your, the on car your car? Me
2: and my Honda Pilot. And I just put the seats back and a foamy on top of all my clothes. And I just went for a month.
1: And where you started in Calgary and where did you go?
2: Uh, I drove like, um, Montana, Utah, California, and then Arizona, New Mexico to go to shrine and then Colorado, Wyoming, Montana home, like a big, wow. um, and that was super fun. Learned a lot about myself. Like healed I some bet. shit that I think, uh, you know, when you're just so busy all the time, you can't like take care of your
1: yeah. When you... You,
2: what baggage I brought into Texas?
1: <laughs> yeah. I was
2: like in some baggage.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> just sitting there in your big magnifying glass of self.
0: Like, hmm. oh low, my god,
2: no reception.
0: Yeah, like, driving
2: ooh, forever. Yeah. Uh, and I, like, fell in love with it, to be honest. And I went out for another month, like, in the summertime, two months after. And that was way more of, like, a party fun. Like, yay! Like, also some self-reflection. Some more...
1: Any tattoo stuff involved or just a stop oh, at gosh. Shrine?
2: Um, The stop at Shrine on the first one was the only tattoo thing. I... Oh, I tattooed my friend in his pool house. Okay. That was fun. Just trying to be, like, a little wide-eyed seat em up pants. Um, I taught uh, my friend's eight-year-old how to tattoo. Sweet, <laughs> technically nice. my first apprentice. <laughs> just she, like it's my first time with a wireless pen, and they're so like it's basically kid-friendly. Yeah. So I like sat behind her. She was like right here, and I was like almost had my arms around, just like.
1: Did you play the theme song from Ghost?
2: With an eight-year-old girl? <laughs> huh. Come on, a Come on, Jesus. <laughs> there is <laughs> Asexual about the clay. But I taught her how to tattoo her parents, and it was like super cute and fun. Cool. Like bonding moment well for all of us. We've all been good friends for a long time. Um, but uh, yeah, Guest Bought a Shrine was so sick. I like, that's when I came back and I added more stations to the shop because I learned that being like cozy and comfy next to each other is actually really nice. Like, I had this whole spot. This is probably like a 10 foot area to myself tattooing and like easily fits another person so yeah shrine was awesome if anybody ever
1: like was stace there yet at that time
2: (laughs) actually i picked up stace from albuquerque because we've both been friends with zach for a long time since king's Zav days and uh and those two are just like besties and i was like do you want to come i'm gonna go through so we go down for a week Um, and we're guesting and Zach's taking us to like, like these like hot spring soaking spa places that are just everywhere. Like the lifestyle in Santa Fe is so cool. And Zach's born and raised. His parents were photographers who moved there in the seventies. And, uh, the art scene, like everyone who works at trying to is just like super cool. Like it's got such magic there right now, um, that I was like driving stays home, uh, To the airport, like back to Albuquerque, and he was just like, "I think I, I think I have to do something." Like (laughs) called lawyers. (laughs) Weekend, he got really to to start the immigration process.
1: Cool. Yeah,
2: he was there in like a a few months, but that was very, yeah. Um, it was an impressive like entry back into guesting after COVID. I had a blast. Yeah, Yeah, that shop is amazing.
1: Yeah. You had a blast, and you made us lose one of the best in Canada. Cool. (laughs)
2: It's only a casual twenty-five-hour drive away. (laughs) He was just back here this weekend, too. Was he? He's got Uh, ties. he's not going anywhere. Yeah, no,
1: he's not. No, we're gonna have to have him on soon, too.
2: Yeah, next time he's in town.
1: Yeah, and Stu, you're gonna have Stu. Yeah,
2: that's who the catchers I was hanging out with on the weekend. We watched, um, like, a big-titty anime movie. Uh, in a in a bookstore basement that our friend Sean puts on called Hunk Vision. So sick. It was like the best, most wholesome tattooer hangout.
0: <laughs> Sounds Ryan. like it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> watching big titty anime. Yeah, totally. Watching girls
2: with big titties fight monsters made of big titties. It was incredible.
1: Oh, even better. <laughs> there you go. I can't wait <laughs> to see the artwork coming out of the Yeah. <laughs> So I have this idea for a back piece.
2: <laughs> Imagine boobs. <Yeah. laughs> hey, that's my job. <laughs> All right.
1: Oh. So who uh, who came with you to here? So Jay came with you originally.
2: Yeah, Jay, Allie, um, and our friend Kay. They they used to go by Kate. Um, was it Allie, was it just the four of us when we moved here? Was here, just the four of us yep. for like a good year and then everyone was like ants in their pants and needed change and Kay moved to like the middle of nowhere, um, like Rossland, B.C. I guess it's not the middle of nowhere for um, people around the Kelowna area. but um, And then Jay went and moved with Stu to a place where he could close the door and pick his own music.
0: <laughs> Doesn't
2: want to listen to Justin Bieber anymore, I guess. <laughs> And then uh, yeah, and then Ali's just moved to Victoria, so like huge swap outs. But yeah, like we were saying at the beginning, it's it's totally healthy and normal and good. Change yeah. is inevitable. Yeah. You can fight it and be a dick about it, or you can just like support your friends.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah is, now you got the beans best way. Coming.
2: And now we can very excited.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Very cool.
2: Yeah, I'm very excited. Yeah.
0: Are you doing any conventions or guest spots this year?
2: Um, I will probably be back to guest at uh, um, Saved, like the reiteration of Saved in LA that used to be in Brooklyn. Um, Oh my God. I just like got on like House on Fire with the guys that worked there and like super loved my time there. Because the car camping trips were two separate trips. And then I reconnected with my friend Dave. We started dating because we we're both bonding over living in our vehicles. <laughs> 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 he like lives in a totally like custom cabinets, like it looks like a a show home for a van. Um,
0: Did he
1: make a YouTube channel for it while he built it?
2: Everybody asks, and <laughs> he's like, "No." And then I think there was even a guy at the border. The guy's like, "Oh, I think you're the first person who hasn't started a YouTube channel living <laughs> in a van." <laughs> it was just too cool. But yeah. the, we went down to California for like two months, January, February, and a bit of March um, this year. And then I worked down in LA, and oh my god, I had a blast! Like. Scott Campbell, fabulous artist, even more fabulous person. Um, they're in the middle of renovating like their space, so it's just all of us touching in a basement. But then, say Dave's hitting L.A. traffic and he's an hour and a half late to pick me up. We have a pool and a hot tub on the roof. So, what? I'm going back. <laughs> and everyone was there was like so fantastic uh like carlos gave me my first stick and poke tattoos which are like
1: oh cool a little
2: demon and a little i finally got a mermaid Can you see the tail it's just dots
1: yeah it's super fun yeah, that's awesome
2: He feel perfect too he's very good at it cool um now i'm like wow that was painless I've been getting machine <laughs> tattoos this entire time.
1: I know. You see someone Black's work?
2: Oh, I love her work. Oh, yeah. so totally. great. <laughs> yeah.
1: Holy fuck. Yeah, the stuff people are doing. Like, and it's like, oh, bats. 20 hours. It's like, you did that in 20 hours? That's amazing.
2: Yeah, the speed is is crazy, yeah. too. Yeah. So,
1: all right, so LA, save.
2: Oh, and then guest spots. Like, I was thinking about doing Austin. Um. I've never met him, but like Trophy Tattoos Who Puts It On is really cool. Actually, since all the shit came out, this is important. Um, since all the shit came out, like with people who had worked for me and just for everyone, uh, getting like the tattoo me Too movement. Um, me and a couple friends sat down and wrote a code of conduct that conventions can use. Um nice. and it's written specifically. Um for like tattooing, because there's so many like you do have to touch a person's body. You can't just have blank statement no touching. Yeah. And sometimes you do meet clients and form relationships. So there needs to be like respectful room for that. Like yeah, yeah, like have things be reasonable, but also have like a way for conventions to protect the people going to them. So I've made it like free use. It's got Calgary logo and branding on it, because the Calgary Convention, Steve was the first person to like adopt it and put it into place. Um And, uh, but anybody can like take it and use it and just hope it does some good. Cause then when shit comes up at conventions and people are like, I don't know, like, I never thought I would have to deal with this. And the bullshit that ensues, um, you've got like rules to fall back on to be like, oh, you knew what the rules were. You're not supposed to fuck around and make people uncomfortable and send dick pics and coerce people.
0: Like
2: you're meant to be a good dude at least within the confines of the event and hopefully that'll help you know set a standard
0: absolutely
1: we're
2: hoping to make a can photo conduct that's like shop specific too that people can adopt um just so that there's like less excuses less and then no one can be like i didn't know i didn't know i was supposed to treat women like shit." like
0: oh fuck. yeah yeah
2: so can you um, uh,
0: send a copy of that over i absolutely we'll put it will
2: over. actually i might see if i can't make that more accessible somehow I just have it on Google Drive. So if anybody like We'll
0: give Dave a link
1: and we can throw it up. Yeah, 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 totally. And if anybody wants to link it through the website and Absolutely.
2: If anyone wants to send me a DM, I'm happy to just send them a copy too.
1: Just a DM. (laughs) Just just request. Just a request. No pictures. No pictures. Wait. Hey, can I get a code of conduct? Here's a dick pic.
0: Oh god.
2: I haven't got one of those in a long time.
0: Oh, don't say that because that's going <laughs> to open the floodgates. <fun>
1: <laughs> I was going to take a picture quick here.
2: Oh, those? That's like, okay, watch okay. my inbox. Yeah. Die. <laughs> fun oh, arty. E- oh,
0: yeah. yeah.
2: That reminds me of like fun tattoo parties where people actually would consensually show you their dick because they've tattooed it in a cool way
1: so you're talking about dino specifically i've seen
2: dino's <laughs> <laughs> i've pass out but it's still out yeah. but it's impressive like i think it's ben ackerman i think that's who it is has the most beautiful dick tattoo i've ever seen of like victorian scroll work like i'll be able to show you starts here like goes all the way down and to this day i'm like Bravo! Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> those, just, those are oh, welcome. Cool. Yeah,
1: I like Dinos. Hey, man, have you ever seen my sacrilege? I'm like what? <laughs> I had no idea what he's talking about. Next thing I know, I'm looking at his balls because he's got an upside down cross on his one ball, and it's, it's his sacrilege. I'm just on one
2: ball? I feel like that's yeah, made forget, for he like has something. On,
1: he has something on his Slender other ball. I don't know what it is? I but... think
2: it's an anchor.
1: It is yeah it there
2: is in uh, my brain yeah <laughs> <laughs> but those are fun that's like ha, ha,
0: ha. yeah oh <laughs> i can that's just cool. picture oh, i just picture him sitting at home doing that himself <laughs> yeah. i actually i picture him in
1: the middle of the day in front of a busy shop at deadly doing it on himself yeah. <laughs> <I> stretched
0: <laughs> stretch <laughs> out over a tennis those? ball yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I got no-showed. What are you going to do? Catch my balls. <laughs> Anthony, oh, you're the apprentice. You. Come here. I need somebody to help stretch. Yeah, no I'm <laughs> yes. I heard
2: a tennis ball was the way, actually. Oh, yeah. really? One hand and a tennis ball. The more you know.
0: Yeah, the more you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the more you don't want to get done. <laughs> what,
2: about, uh, what about your van adventures, Dave? Are you going anywhere soon?
0: Uh, we're going to Oregon uh, in a couple of weeks.
2: Ooh, where to?
0: Yeah, we're taking the surf skis and outriggers and uh, going to a big race, 22 K race down the Holy Columbia gee. river. Yeah. That's
1: impressive. Yeah. Going to drive yeah, yeah. over a thousand kilometers to paddle 22 kilometers. Wow. Well, <laughs> we'll be there
0: all week. It's so we'll probably paddle on his more 150 like K. <laughs> 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 yeah. Can't no, wait. Exciting. Yeah. The it's van exciting. life's fun. Liberating. Yeah. It, it, it's just nice to be able to sleep wherever and, I don't know. You just you drive a lot, though. That's the only downside is there's so much fucking driving.
2: Oh, I love the driving. You just got to get in I a do. good zone, get a good playlist. It's a good,
0: yeah, it yeah. is. But it's after a while, it's like, oh my god, I've. to <laughs> <I have,
2: laughs> stop and do something for sure.
0: We were in South Padre, and we were like, we got to go home from here, at the southernmost point of Texas. It's like that's going to be five days. We oh yeah, were in January. So, <laughs> so for five days we're going to be fucking driving you
2: know? oh my gosh on that same yeah. trip i know you and i were both hitting like we're just dodging the bad weather everywhere we went yeah arizona had such a totally. winter for arizona standards um what well, was good for
0: arizona compared to california california was fucked that's what we got wow, out of there
2: where we were most of the time and we just decided to say fuck it and went down to mexico actually which is super oh, nice. fun. smart yeah
0: I'm yeah, like really smart. That's
2: super cute. it's like filled with Albertans. Oh, really? <laughs> we ended up meeting some <laughs> friends down there that are from Calgary. <laughs>
1: oh, wild! <laughs>
2: I went back in April and like hung out with them again. It was fun. Oh, <laughs> amazing!
1: Called L Anti vaxxer Oh,
0: too funny! Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. All right.
1: So, no conventions then?
2: Um, we'll probably do Calgary again for fun. Yeah. But um no, I don't have anything on the docket coming up. Um, if anybody here wanted to, I think we would like if we wanted to do it more as a shop, that would be super fun, I yeah. think. Going on my own and doing it can be fun. But I'm I'm at the time now where like if I'm going somewhere I wanna like see the place I'm going. <laughs> I don't wanna see yeah. you know? I love a, like I would love to do more guest spots or like just go visit shops and say hi and make friends, but just ended up spending your entire vacation tattooing. I don't know. Maybe it's just the phase I'm in right now where that's uh-huh. not fulfilling at the moment.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, I'm the same. It's it fun, you
1: know? Like, going all the way to, like, Montreal to just do the convention and leave when that's such a good, mm-hmm. fun city is kind of crazy. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, or the people who really. in Toronto, same thing. It's like, flew in for Toronto convention and then leave. It's yeah. like, make a vacation
2: Totally. Well, Montreal's
1: an interesting spot
2: because like, I think cities like that or like go to Europe and work and you almost get a better sense of what it's like to live in these more like walkable, super charming, beautiful architecture. Like I'm into that for sure. But yeah, yeah, at the same time too, you get to a point where you're just spread so thin. You have friends in so many places. It's like, where do you even, you start visiting one place and then everyone's like, well, you haven't been here in a million years.
0: (laughs) Can't yeah,
2: do the circuit
0: anymore. I did Vancouver. Our careers are just deadline after deadline after deadline. And then you go yeah. to a another, an even more high stress environment to do the same thing creatively. And it just fucking drags you down. It's, yeah, a vacation and also, is a great way to recharge, you know.
2: High, high stress is what I am avoiding, like the plague right now. So, same. Yeah. It's awesome. That's why I'm Santa <laughs> Fe, very chilled out, very yeah. arty. Yeah, like like you're just experiencing a cool way of life.
1: I did Vancouver yeah. just a couple months ago and I went as a tourist.
2: Like, you paid admission to go to the Vancouver convention?
1: Like, no, I didn't go to the convention. I oh, went to Vancouver. No. I went to Vancouver for a concert, and I took Julia, and it turned out she had never been to Vancouver, even though she'd been on the island. And I was like, what? And she's like, That's yeah, crazy. so, you know, if you want to see your friends or whatever. I'm like, fuck my friends. I'm like, we're, go going the to the, we're going to the seawall. We're going here. We're going there. <laughs> like, yeah. It was super. I had such a great time. Like, I had dinner with Michael yeah. and his wife April, of course, on the first night. But the rest <laughs> of it, I'm like, I don't need to go inside tattoo shops that I've been in hundreds of times man let's go do super fun things that's, you know? yes. yeah the same like when we go to austin it's like i'm gonna go to one shop and only one shop and that's it like the rest of the time i'm not there for that yeah you know? so
2: yeah i'll pop into the people i really care about and like say hi for sure but yeah. you could do that all day in vancouver if you wanted yeah,
1: <laughs> like, yeah so, no shit get it you know it's like and yeah and you start seeing one person and if an instagram post happens then it's the boot.
2: and somebody feels sad and uh, then you feel bad I yeah.
1: Don't know. yeah what concert did you see spirit box oh, i don't know them they're amazing
2: what kind of music uh
1: like i don't want to say uh like scream core female singer okay. you ever heard the band um i wrestled bear once <laughs> no okay so it's the singer Courtney <laughs> Plant. And her husband Mike <laughs> from uh, *Arrested a Bear* once, and they live in Victoria. And they started cool. this band called Spirit Box, and That's they fun. are amazing.
2: That is more what I would like to do is like travel to go see music. Yeah, yeah. So. I just went to Nashville to go see Taylor Swift. Awesome!
0: <laughs> wow.
2: That was fun. It was fun. It up. was. It turned out the so many Swifties showed up that it doubled the population of uh, Nashville, and then you couldn't do anything. Everything was so clogged. Like it waited to two. Hours kind of to get hot chicken, and I was This is ridiculous! So oh, maybe gosh. not that again, but oh, yeah. someone else,
1: maybe go to a metropolis, maybe go one. to
2: like a small band that would be nice. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah, hilarious.
1: hilarious. Like, oh, so, it, like, did they have a venue big enough for all those people, or were they just there hoping? Three
2: to... nights, 70,000 oh, people, okay. no one was allowed to choose what city they saw her in, Jesus. so every single person traveled.
1: Yeah, it was bananas. So, like, you bought a ticket online, and then it was like, you're going to Nashville. Well,
2: my friends bought a ticket online and spent nine hours doing so, and then I just showed up, and I was probably, like, Holy the least fuck. deserving person to be there, because, you know, maybe I'm a certified Swifty now, but I didn't think I was before. Yeah. Um, but, I yeah. She
1: puts on a good show.
2: The show we went to? Oh, it was top tier. I it saw was her like,
1: Tiny Desk performance, actually. It was really good.
2: Oh, she's an incredible musician, yeah. and <laughs> just the budget they had, it was like, oh, I've can. never seen anything like that. But uh, we went to a show that got delayed by four hours because of some lightning. We were
0: sequestered,
2: oh, like, sheltering in place with 70,000 Taylor Swift fans.
0: Oh, my God. four
2: hours. <laughs> we got so drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and watched, like, 11 people have panic attacks <laughs> the show's going to get canceled.
0: Oh, fuck. It was an
2: experience. But now I can't stop Unreal. listening to her.
1: That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I follow this world champion Jiu Jitsu girl, and she's like the biggest Swiftie. Really? If she's not posting about her like competing it's like just Taylor <laughs> Swift stuff. It's same thing. She, yeah, just nonstop. Like, yeah, it's pretty funny.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's
1: real. Well, there's that uh, Canadian politician that is like took up a legislative thing to basically give Taylor Swift's people shit for having no Canadian dates on her Eros tour. Oh like this tour that she's on oh. right now.
2: Well she's only touching huge football stadiums and I yeah. don't think we have we don't we huge. don't have
1: that many or she that big Fit mm-hmm.
2: in our shape. Like that's
1: yeah. Our yeah. stadiums are like twenty thousand people, maybe.
2: Yeah.
1: That's not enough. Yeah, there's
2: like seventy, eighty thousand people yeah. at ours.
1: Like oh yeah. Months, but... And she'd be over in so... Europe doing like hundred and fifty thousand like football stadiums and oh, shit. Yeah. So Crazy. tattooing. Yeah, no, I went to Spirit Box. <laughs> at the Commodore and it was great.
2: What? This is a Taylor Swift podcast.
0: We just lost three of our six followers.
2: And then you gained 10,000.
0: I got a hashtag Taylor Swift.
1: Don't say anything bad, Dave. Those 10,000 will come after you. They will come fast oh, awesome. they will come swift. <laughs> Oh,
0: (laughs) dad jokes. So your art.
2: (laughs) Oh, you know what? Back to I know you want me to answer more stuff about conventions. Tattooing. I would like to come back to Kelowna if I can. I might be driving through last minute, maybe just visiting, and if Rob lets me take a little corner of a good guy booth, maybe I'll. Come do it,
1: because Kelowna is a fun one. That's we're going to be there podcasting.
2: Well, yeah, absolutely. There. there, we'll do yeah, a right. follow up and see how much yes. yeah, your, yeah, your your venture. We just had a oh,
1: follow up with Ali Tex. It was awesome.
0: <laughs> 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 we, <Yeah>. we <laughs> might it's have a follow up. So because you're... I got twenty minutes before my next meeting. What? Yeah, oh, well, we're running a half you hour behind. Wrap this yes. Yeah.
1: You're
2: gonna ask no, no, me about painting, now, and I'm gonna not have a lot of answers. So. Right,
0: fine, no, no, your paintings are awesome.
1: Art. I'm sitting here staring at them, getting super annoyed. But
2: well, they are taking like a year in between for me to find the time and motivation to do. So I'm actually, I go home and I'm attempting to teach myself oil painting, but like not tattooy looking stuff. But oh, I, it's really hard, it's hard to like start. It's hard to go from doing something all day where you're like, I feel pretty confident. I know all my tricks. I
1: just,
0: yeah. like,
2: you just make things look the way you want to make it. And then going to feeling like an incompetent little baby and just throwing out every painting you ever do. So I think I'm going to take some classes and actually like put some effort into trying something new.
0: Cool. What do yeah. you do? Is it, is it figurative or are you doing like landscapes?
2: <laughs> I'm just doing... Still lifes in my house with like oh, okay. bones and lemons, <laughs> just <laughs> random. Or I'm just trying to like, like I painted my brother a little painting, and it's like of the house we grew up in. And that's like cool. That's, nice. that's like, but just the medium itself is ridiculous. Yeah, I don't yeah.
1: I've never even tried a little painting. That's I have a hard so fucking hard type of painting.
2: I watched Craig Fenrick try to teach us at Capella once, and he was just like, "You just do it like this." <laughs> and then, like it took him forty-five minutes to whip up a total of Bob Ross, and like he had just done it, and it looked easy. And I think he gave me some false confidence, thinking
1: I could do it. Yeah, he would. <laughs> this is it's not easy. I was talking to. He was just. He came to my shop the other day, and he was like, "I was like, dude, the fuck are you?" Black and gray is just so goddamn smooth. And we're talking about how fast he is. I'm like, I don't understand how you can tattoo that fast and be smooth. He's like, just gotta dip it and rip it, bro. Just dip it and rip it. <laughs> it's it's just like that. it's just as easy as that.
0: <laughs> just dip it and rip it. And you'll have the See? smoothest black and gray. No problem. Just say that when you're doing it. That's probably the key. Dip it and rip. Dip it <laughs> and rip. <laughs> yeah. It
2: sounds violent.
0: I need the hair though. I need the hair to throw it
1: back. Be like, fucking dip it and rip it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so all right, let's uh, hit you with the hard one then. Yeah. Top five tattooers.
2: Top five tattooers right now or of all time?
0: No,
1: your I favorite, favorite. He,
0: for you it doesn't your matter.
2: Favorite. Yeah. Okay. Well. um Oh gosh. Okay, I'm gonna go with right now because I'm just geeking out on certain stuff right now. Perfect. But I'm really geeking on uh, uh, uh at Bushido, their work oh. they're doing, drawing things on that takes a million hours to draw on, so that it like fits so perfectly. Like they're a younger tattooer and they're just exploding with their skills. And, is that like that's what I'm doing? Really
1: is that scabs watch? No, no uh,
2: La Tigress.
1: La Tig- Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I'm
2: geeking Ooh. out on their stuff right now. Um this is so hard. Uh <laughs>
0: That's one.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, that came to mine because I was just like looking stuff literally last night. Um, mm, 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 mm. Uh, you know, Jay Bream is said... my one of my forever favorites, underrated Jay Breen, yeah. because I don't know why he's underrated, but he is. Um, I love his stuff, especially for like the absolute uniqueness of it. Mm-hmm. I think I'm not gonna try getting him do my armpit soon. Yeah. That's, cool. That's I have a little fun. Jay
0: Breen painting. Um, I love it.
2: Yeah, me too. Right here.
0: Yeah, mine's about the same size. I've got oh, it hanging in my
2: bedroom. Up, but I've got one right there that has googly eyes on it. <laughs> um, okay, favorites. Dear Lord.
1: Ah, it was all easy a second ago. Uh, hey, you want to go back to talking about down. paintings and art? <laughs>
2: and you're not going to edit this out.
1: No. no. This is our favorite part.
2: I'm going to make Dave Laker's <laughs> meeting. Um. Okay. Here, I mean those are my locals that I love. Um I can't like do this without my phone, too. This is very <laughs> difficult. Um
0: If you've watched the episodes hmm? before, was- you'd know we we're going to ask. <laughs>
2: Oh, Alexander Grimm, one of my all-time faves. Thanks for the, the lifeline, Allie. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was hoping to get like what I got lasered tattooed over by him because he's like heavy black, but he was in Russia and everyone was like, "Don't go to Russia." And then I think he just moved to
1: Czech Republic, so I might. Oh, happy. cool. Yeah, I remember coming across his stuff years ago when it. he did Jonas. his then girlfriend's back piece, that oh. dragon. I don't know if you oh, yeah. saw. Oh yeah, that was the first thing that I ever seen of his. He was doing Japanese stuff actually, oh, and yeah. it was just huge, black and gray. Yeah. Gold. And his girlfriend's like this huge fucking electronica DJ. Right?
0: Oh really? Yeah.
1: Like, and she had this amazing back piece, and he had like four things on his Instagram, mm-hmm.
0: and then like yeah. they
1: disappeared, and then the more gothic stuff started coming back, yeah. and then they disappear, and then some newer stuff comes. Yeah, he's, that guy's so good.
2: Yeah, he's incredible. Um, I'm also looking yeah. over a gal. I, I want to say she's in Australia or Asia somewhere. Obviously, I'm not remembering very well, but she's Miss Orange on Instagram. He just does these like
0: Miss Orange a
2: print. I thought of it because her print's right there, and just these like gorgeous
1: The samurai. Yeah. Okay, I'm familiar. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah,
2: simple palette, like super graphic, beautiful yeah. faces.
1: Like a simpler Hannah Flowers.
2: Yeah, very much so. Yeah. Boiled down Asian influence.
1: Well, yeah. Super fucking um, cool.
2: Very, very nice. Um and like I forever love Emily Rosemary. Like
0: mm, yeah.
2: She's been a constant for me forever. Just and compositionally her stuff's just getting cooler too. Um and then I need one more, don't I?
0: No, that's five. One more. You can do it. You got this. Isn't that five?
2: Well, it's just a cop out to say that Steve more, but what's up, Steve? I love you. No, you already got
1: <laughs> Last one to count, Steve. Just hit my live. just
2: my whole back, like, and I still it's still one of my favorites, like, absolutely, yeah, and like absolutely top tier for compassion too, because I know I'm a little tiny baby to get tattooed. So. <laughs> he deserves he deserves yeah. like all the accolades in the world for <laughs> putting up with that.
1: Yeah, he he had to tattoo me more than once, and that's a horrible horrible endeavor for anybody
2: you know what he introduced oh. me to numbing cream which i didn't have for the entire back until the last session and I was
1: like, <laughs> hey do you you know about it? this stuff <laughs>
2: no i had never heard of it it was not amazing it's my list it's like all, that's all over i don't know he squeezed it out of me but no that's
1: good that's oh, my that's list awesome. right now there's a bazillion yeah, those people will now have two to four new followers after this show airs <laughs> <You> <laughs> <love them. laughs>
2: Well, it's lovely catching up with you guys. I know I've been you. In so long. Yes. Okay, yeah. We haven't recently in Vancouver, but it's nice to hear you're still going out there and being a little hippie in your van. That's the yeah. Scale. I'm. I'm far Thanks for coming down. Yeah. for coming down. Of course. Post tattoo yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. You need to get your to- post tattoo nachos on now. Yeah.
1: yeah now mm-hmm. I get to drive home.
2: So, I'll give you a good Let's catch up, up in
1: Kelowna. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah, you bet, guys. We'll see each other soon for sure. Bye, Dave. Thanks for having me.
0: All right. See you, asshole. <laughs>